Hi guys, welcome to Best Friends Club Podcast. I'm Renee. I'm Ashley. This is season five, episode two, the one with all the kissing. And you get a kiss and you get a kiss. Chandler and everyone sitting in a tree. (laughs) K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Do you guys remember that song or are we just (laughs) ancient? Do you remember that song? Do do, do the kids not still sing that? Are they just doing Savage on TikTok? I'm a savage. <laughs> the funny thing is, I've never actually sat out to learn that dance, but I know that I know it because but I I've know seen it. it I know. Times. That's why I'm laughing so hard because I, I was know. just. What's that called? Hit the whatever when you do that, like the arm the motion-y mark. one. Oh, I don't. I don't know mm-hmm. any of the. I didn't know there were <laughs> names guess. for the moves. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, like hit the quan and um and like flossing and like. Oh, yeah, I know flossing. I can't think of any other ones now. But I anyway, was trying to um, teach my friends how to floss. And they're like, how do you know how to do this? I was like, I don't know. I just saw someone do it. And it made – like, dances just make sense to us. So we just do them. Yes. I am – so – It's not the case for pro- everybody. In most circles um, – in, in all circles, I'm not the youngest. But at work, I'm one of the younger ones. <laughs> and we were um, joking about something at, like, the mid-year, mid-year party – and somebody said something about flossing, and I this oh this was last year, and I started flossing, and my director was like, "How do you do that?" And I was like, I'm "Youthful, thank you. <laughs> I'm an elder millennial, thank an you. Elder millennial, so, the elder statesman of our generation. Still trying to keep up with the kids, the yeah. youths. Youths. Yes. Um. Well, this is not a dance podcast. Oh, as much as I wish it were, but as I don't really know how you were. could. Okay, do that no, over we're dancing. We actually, this is a dance podcast. You guys just don't know it because you can't see us. We're, just, we're, um, we're always dancing. We could set up some sort of dance account. We've actually talked about it. We talked about getting TikToks just so we could do just fun dances, not yeah. not TikTok dances, because as you may have heard us say before, those we're savage, classy, bougie. No, <laughs> I just it. feel like that's not actually dancing. <laughs> no. Acting schnooshy. That's not actually dancing. That's like clapping and pushing your fists in a downward motion diagonally, which not dancing. But like the people who use TikTok to do the dances from center stage. Yes, yes, yes. We're into that. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Doing the savage dance. No, no, Um, no. (laughs) No, no, no. Um, We were actually just talking right before we were talking about dancing we were talking about the last episode and ashley asked me if i was actually annoyed with her <laughs> for her opinion on rachel and i was like no i wasn't an- i wasn't like actually annoyed but i did need to move on i felt like we were going in a circle and then we started talking about how it's probably a good not a good thing but it's probably more interesting that we have different opinions Rather yeah. than just having the same, because I feel like there are a lot of things that we're both just like we have the same memory of this and just moving on now. Like there's nothing to talk about because yeah, it just is what it is. Um, but I like it. I think it conjures up good discussion. Even though, as I stated before, I'm the pain of the world. I'm right. Oh crap! Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> you said it. Huh. Whoopa! <laughs> Whoopa! Yes, Whoop-a. we agree. You are the pain of the world. No, moving on. You are the pain of the world, and I'm the best. I'm older. I feel like we need to. I'm rubber, and we you're need glue. 
quickly explain that. So um, in case we haven't, we might have said this on a podcast before, but basically that I'm the pain of the, you're the pain of the world and I'm the best comes from a home video from my family, Ashley. Um, I think we were, it's when we were still living in California and we were visiting Florida on a vacation, which I later learned was a scouting trip because we moved there. Um, and so my parents like took us to Disney. Do you remember we went on and... vacation in Florida? You live there now. Yeah. <laughs> We're now moving there. Um, I was like five, I think, four or five, because we moved when I was six. Um, and my sister's five years older than me. So I'm four. She's nine. And we have this minivan. And I think what was happening was my dad was like, reading the map because this was 1993 so paper maps 92 maybe even he was reading the map trying to figure out where to go and i think like my sister and i were probably like arguing or whatever and so my mom whips out the giant vhs camera the kind that you had to like hoist on your shoulder as if you're in like movie production because again 1993 and she was like okay girls go ahead and you tell me, tell the camera what's going on. And my sister's sitting there being like this moody nine or 10 year old, like Ashley is being so annoying and she just won't leave me alone. And I was sitting in the backseat of the van and then she came to the back. And so then I moved to the, and I'm like, nah, and my mom's like, Ashley, wait your turn. You'll, and so basically she just filmed us like giving our arguments. <laughs> I think it was just so we could like leave my dad alone for a few minutes and he could figure out what he was doing. And, um, and so, so, she, so she, my mom's like, wait, your turn. It's my sister's like, and I just, she is being such a pain and I am just trying to have a moment to myself. And then she's like, my mom's like, okay, Ashley, what do you want to say? No, I just want to say that she is the pain of the world and I'm the best. <laughs> Compelling <laughs> something, argument. Something like that. And that's why I don't have a <sighs> career in law. <laughs> and so Renee's just pulled that and up. that's why I don't have a the- career in law. <laughs> Oi. That's the only Your reason, honor. You guys. The only, that's that's the it, only reason. Don't make me pull out the napkin. <laughs> Don't make me pull out the napkin. So, Oh, my yeah. goodness gracious. So we hope that you guys, I don't know, like I said last time, I think as far as the Ross Rachel or Rachel's behavior in general, no or in mine, um, I do think popular opinion sides with you, Renee, that more, more people give her a lot more grace than I do. But for whatever reason, she just picks a bone. And I will say, I was looking up an episode on like IMDb or something a couple weeks back, and somebody had rated it. They'd rated the episode and like left a comment like you would for like a Google review or something. And they were, and I didn't even know you could do that on IMDb. And they were like, this was a really great episode, except for Rachel, all caps. She ruined all caps this episode. She's the worst. I can't stand her and nobody talks about it enough. And that was the last time <laughs> Ashley left a comment on an IMDb page. <laughs> I was laughing because I was like... Look, I don't think she's the worst. I don't think she ruins. I do think she's selfish and she gets too much credit for like how selfish I think she is. But like, where are your compelling arguments here other than just all caps hates Rachel? So I'm not actually in the we hate Rachel club. I just have less patience, maybe co-founder ways. I am the the fact I'm the groomsman. Yeah, the groomsman. No, what does what does Ross say? I'm the ring bearer. I'm the ring bearer. Um. Anyway, yeah. This episode. This episode, I I kind of want to pick up on the Ross and Rachel 
part. Um, okay. Just because it's so top of mind. We were um, on a break. No, we weren't. What happened to you guys? What happened to you guys? <laughs> um, so when we left last time, uh, the airport was moving, and so was Rachel's Oh, my plane. gosh. Right. And Ross mm. tries to go after Emily. We find out he is unsuccessful because he too slow. Uh, that is so funny. It is really funny how defensive he gets. And I have to say, I have a feeling something else is going on with you, Ross. Like, this can't all be about you being slow. Um, obviously, because his marriage is falling apart. Um, he but is, when like, he gets so aggressive. Annoyingly rage. Yeah, yeah. Aggressive is the right word. I was going to say ragey. But, like, yeah, he is, like, like really not cool aggressive about this yes and I, I do think that we've seen some ragey moments from ross in the past but i believe at the beginning of this season is where we see a downward spiral um um yeah you're probably right i mean oh he, it's coming on account of his he rage does, <laughs> he does have some love that um yeah he's been showing some stuff like throughout the whole like all of the different seasons yeah, right we've but, seen blips um, but I do think that part of this, what's so annoying about this raginess too, rage, is that like he's still doing the obsessive and like stressed, oh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. which is just making him like go into a rage spiral. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's all bad. It's all bad. <clears throat> and he is really jazzed on ordering. <laughs> 72 long stem red roses for Emily one day for one for each day he's known and loved her I'm wondering does that count this week or are we not counting this week and when you make the card out don't forget to make it out to Emily Emily oh gosh it's so bad which she sends back as mulch fair enough Emily or her oh, family probably so her weird funny. stepmom that's um, okay Monica's gonna make potpourri <laughs> which when I made potpourri that's all I could think <laughs> Renee's gonna make potpourri. <laughs> is that how you make it? You just rip up a bunch of flowers. It's just yeah, flower petals really, and you just oh. dry roast them and then. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really and fun. Then you just put them in a bowl. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's nice. In the spring, when my rose bushes exploded, I have to like cut a lot of them off, and um, yeah, it was really fun. I, ro- I roasted I, a lot of them, like, whole-headed. Oh, that would be pretty. I kind of feel like potpourri doesn't really smell unless you, like, shake it. So here, that's the thing, too, is, like, the flowers themselves, like, most of the essence gets dried out of them, so you actually spray it with essential oil. Ah, it's its own essential oil, like a rose well, essential oil I mean, or something? I don't have a rose essential oil, but I did, like, some floral, like a lavender. Ah, I also, okay. it was really fun. I added in... Yeah, and I added in a lot of um, herbs to my potpourri because I have like rosemary and mint and sage and all the stuff. So I dried Aww, a lot of that too, which helped nice. with a little bit of the sun. It was really nice. Yeah. Ooh, like a nice um, bergamot smell. Mm, I can yeah, picture it now. I grow some bergamot in my house. I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't oh, I was like, looks do you? like. What would that no, even I look like? <laughs> I have no idea. Neither. We just like um, the scent. We do like the scent. Um, but yeah, so Monica's going to make potpourri. Um, oh. And um, can we bring up um, – I do feel bad about how sad he is, like like heart rip, wrenched out of him during that scene about the potpourri. Um, oh, yeah. But then he's like, 
I got to go call and stop the order of the five giant teddy bears. <laughs> yeah. Imagine the bloodbath. But I feel like I sorry, I just wanted to bring that up because I feel like the whole like 72 red roses, five giant teddy bears, like this is exactly what he did yeah. to Rachel yeah. at her office. Yes. Give her a minute. Why? What? Who wants five giant teddy bears? Nobody. Maybe Elizabeth, but, but she was like 12. Oh, that Elizabeth. I thought you meant our friend Elizabeth. I was like, I don't oh, think no. so. I'm like, I don't think she wants that. <laughs> no, it doesn't feel like her. Um, Yeah, but the thing is, is like, this is kind of his MO, like trying to put yeah. a huge giant Band-Aid over the bullet hole that he just shot through her, you know? It's kind of disgusting because it's like, do you think she can just be bought off with a bunch of gifts? Mm-hmm. Like, and if she could... Is that what you want? Like, that's a bit shallow. Yeah. Look, I get, I get like the, I get that, you know, it's a gesture and maybe sometimes that helps or whatever. But like, I think, yeah, you mentioned it last week. He's totally glossing over what yeah. the hurt he's actually caused. Yeah. And I guess that's why he's doing it because he wants to, he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to get into that. He yeah. can't and he handle this getting will make into it that. better. I think I would be offended if my boyfriend yeah. thought that I could be bought off by like teddy bears and roses. I think Instead the of roses like, uh, are nice. I think the 72 is like a nice touch, you know. Um, but that's where I would probably yeah, stop. Yeah, it's not a musical the, bug. <laughs> yes, I would. That's, I think that's where I'd stop with the gifts, though. I think I would send yeah. letters and cards and maybe call like maybe once a day just to see like, I just want to, I'm here if you want to talk. If not, I understand. See ya. It's like the cheap crap. And I so the musical bug is like you could buy that oh at Walgreens. Gosh. And I find like if you were in middle school, then yes, that's appropriate because you get, you know, you have like $5 a week allowance. So that's mm-hmm. that. But like the five giant teddy bears, I'm sure weren't cheap, no, but it's so just expensive. so tacky. And I would yeah. like, I'm with you. Like I get like a letter or the roses has like the sentimental touch, but like cheap, like, or not, sorry, not cheap, but like tacky gifts. Yeah. What? Maybe they had a thing about teddy bears. I don't know, but Maybe. it sounds it's also weird to me. Back to like '90s fancy, you know. That's true. Um, That's like true. Sending a teddy bear in the mail from the florist like used to be a thing. Oh and yeah, like, like does with anyone a, still yeah. do that? Like with a balloon, yeah. you know? Yeah, weird. balloon or chocolates. True. Yeah. That's a good point. I do but feel still, that like I would be so offended if my if my <laughs> boyfriend was like trying to buy me off with teddy bears. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. It's not good. It's not good look, no. Ross. Not not your best move. Um, but we finally have Rachel coming back from her vacay, from her own oh, honeymoon. Her vacay? Oh, my god. Her gosh. Greek vacay. <laughs> so she comes in, and Ross – well, I love when uh, Ross is like, oh, Monica, you talked to her. She's like, yeah, but she likes me. Like, you – I didn't abandon her. Abandoned her yeah, on a plane yeah. to Greece. Like – and then Rachel comes in and she's all tan and happy and Ross tries to apologize and she just glosses over it and I cannot for the life of me figure out why. Well, I think she doesn't think it's Ross's fault. I think cuz you know when she's like I make bad decisions, I shouldn't be allowed to da 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 like she's taking response she is taking full responsibility like for what's happening and so I kind of think she thinks like I know she's mad about it, but I think maybe she's finally thinking, like, he's got enough on his plate. Like, you know, he abandoned me and that's not cool, but... 
but like I kind of ruined his wedding. I don't know. Maybe that's what she's thinking. I doubt that's what she's thinking. She'd be right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's what she's thinking at all. I actually think at first I was like, why would she not say something like not even be mad at him, but you just don't have to be excited and be like, oh, no, it's totally fine. You're I had the a best. great time. Like, yeah. you don't have to lie about it. I couldn't figure it out and just hit me. It's because she because still, she loves, still him. loves him. Yeah. And yeah. And so you make allowances for people when you're when you really love them. Yeah, totally. You know, I mean, I, I yeah, I do kind of. Yeah, you're right. As much as I wish it was the first one, you're right. It's that one. And I think she <laughs> Well, is that was a great guess, Ashley. <clears throat> Well, um, it's much more happening. But yeah, I hear what you're saying. But the, yeah, when she's like, no, you're the best. It's like, okay, well, clearly no. But Right. Um, and then as soon as he leaves. She goes over oh, the top. Yeah. But I do love, we say this all the time when she's like, oh, the nice food, the nice people. Not too shabby for Rachel. We say that we all the time. We always say that. Not even, and we say Rachel. Not too shabby for Rachel. <laughs> or sometimes you'll say Ray Ray when you're talking Ray about Ray Ray, that's true. Ashley calls me Ray Ray Green sometimes. Um, oh, yeah. Sometimes I call Renee Ray Ray Green. Yeah, just because of this show. Just because I bet show. you guys couldn't have guessed that. Huh? Could- <laughs> Weird. Well, insider tip. Um, yeah, not too shabby for Rachel. Um, but then when as soon as Ross walks out the door, she is like pissed off. And I don't yeah. know why she just couldn't be honest in that moment. But I think it's because she really loves him. Yeah. She um, wants and to I think come she's off in more a good humiliated. light. Yes. And she's just more humiliated than anything else. Miss Geller, yeah. why you cry? Um, Mrs. Geller, which would be awful. Like, oh, oh, can you imagine being yeah. in your ex-boyfriend who you're totally in love with's honeymoon suite alone no. in Greece? No, <laughs> no, I can't imagine any. Oh, and, no. and no, no, <laughs> and and then she's like, I make stupid decisions. I'm not good at this, Phoebe. You should just do it. Phoebe's like, hell no, I'm not comfortable with that. And Monica is all too eager to take the reins. Red flag. I'll do it. Monica, you and I have nothing in common. Not a single thing. Oh, man. We're just going to move right right past that. Um, But Monica, I think in a way, um, in theory... It's a good idea to like not have someone be in charge per se, but like allow them to like speak plainly and like have some. Yeah, I mean, I Phoebe did tell her not to go to London and she did it anyway. Uh, I know. And nobody else. Yes. And, you know, and then. Yeah. But so it, maybe she just needs to listen to her friends. But I well, get I'm that she right now she's being receptive. Like, I don't think. Yes. That she's now open Monica to listening. needs to yes. be in charge. But she's saying like, OK, I need a change. And I don't think Monica should just have like the full control. But I do think there is something about like, you know, they go to the coffee shop and she's like, oh, that was the guy you flirted with. Like, you should go talk to him. And Rachel's like, oh, I don't know. And she's like, well, I'm in charge and you have to go talk to him. So it's like, it's kind of that like little nudge. Like, you got to get over yeah. Ross. Like, you got to move on. It's time. Yeah, I agree. So it's time to get back in the saddle. I, I do think that maybe it could have ha- happened as a conversation of her being like, I make bad decisions. Because is it Phoebe that said that's not true? I think she's like trying to make oh, her feel better. I think it might have. I thought it was Chandler, but maybe not. Maybe I can't remember. Somebody, uh, some voiceless head. And she goes, yeah, yes, it is true. true. Yeah. And so I feel like 
that could have been an opportunity to be like, yeah, look, you know, you made a you made a bad call because you were really whatever emotional or, you know, whatever, whatever. But like, you know, we we tried to stop you, but you just really that's how you felt at the time. And let's talk through it. I don't know. Instead of the like throws your hands up in the air and is like, you make yeah. my decisions for me. But that's well, funny, right, I guess. So it is funny. I was going to say because we know it's not going to work long term regardless. Yeah. Um. And, but like, she, she's still not over why she made those decisions. Oh, but totally. Just right. glossing past that. Just, I mean, it's just avoidance in this circle. Right. Yeah, but she does go out with that guy in the coffee shop. And she's wearing that yellow dress with, like, the, the like, pattern on it. Like, the strapless one. Mm-hmm. The satiny one. Yeah, and I just always think of her in that dress, but I'm mostly distracted by how skinny she is in this season. Oh my gosh. Like she's tiny. just so thin. She's so tiny. She's super she, in shape. Like she is fit. Yeah, you can tell with her like um, biceps and stuff. But her and um her and Courtney Cox are like now kind of like finally the same size where she was always much curvier. Which is crazy. Because Courtney Cox yeah. in that red dress in London, Matt and I were both like, oh my gosh. She is just Matt's like she's a waif. I'm like I know she's just so yeah. She's like an eighth skin and of bones. Me. Yeah, maybe an eighth. I don't know. Maybe a tenth is probably more realistic. <laughs> just my endoder. What is it? Endodermis. I, what? What? I don't know. And I don't know. Endometriosis. Dermatitis. <laughs> Epidermis. Your skin. Epidermis. epidermis maybe nailed that's it, it. <laughs> nailed it oh, everyone um, following along at home shouting <laughs> epidermis you it's, it's oh probably gosh. still wrong anyway just, maybe it's y'all know what we mean anyway skin. her skin she's just so, so they're just so 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 tiny like they're just these little itty bitty things um but uh they go on that date and then as soon as she <laughs> goes in and sees ross she just abandons the plan. Yeah. And I, and yeah. Yeah. Well, because she, she's kind of like, oh, do you want to come in? And then she's like, wait a minute. I can't decide this. <laughs> and it's like, let me go ask my roommate. And that's when she sees Ross and the potpourri thing. And like, yeah. I get like, you don't need to bring your date in if Ross is in your house. Yeah. Although totally. he also has his own house. So I mean, right. I guess he's over there because he wanted to like he wanted like Monica to talk to but um yeah I don't know I get being like oh this isn't a good time my roommate totally doing well but, but you want to go grab a cup of coffee downstairs or something oh true yeah but she's she's doing it because she wants to like get back in with Ross I think oh totally well, well yeah she she comes in she gets rid of her date like in the blink of an eye my roommate's really sick okay bye um and comes in and is like comforting Ross and blah, 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 blah. And when Monica sees it, she's like, uh, no, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And this is problematic. This is, I think is kind of like what you were saying, because because it's just like, oh, Monica makes decisions. Then it's mm-hmm. like, then it just basically becomes like, well, I'm only doing this because you're making me. And mm-hmm. so then Rachel's trying to like sneakily do things and Monica's just right. getting more like bossy. So I know when she's like arguing about whether she's fired or not, she's like, well, I'm in charge. And I said, I'm not fired. Ha ha. And it's like, well, which, 
She said you were in charge of her love life, and that's not a love life decision. So sorry, Monica. Well, and in general, like, okay. She's yeah, like truly just she do anything she's she gonna wants, do whatever, whatever she wants. Yeah. yeah. Have fun policing that always forever. Um yeah. but when Rachel's like, you know, ultimately my plan was to tell him I love him. And yeah. Monica's like, You can't do that. And I love when Rachel's like, Well, uh, why not? Everybody loves to hear that. See, I People love you. People love to hear that. Isn't that nice? Um, what do you think? Do you think she should tell him she loves him? I Part of me thinks, no, don't rock the boat. The other part of me thinks, like, I don't know how she can get over it without just, like, getting it out of her system. Like, I feel like this is one of those things, like, you'll never know how it goes until you just do it. And it is a big gamble. But ultimately, I kind of think it's better I don't know. To, In the end, it is it. better. Yeah. But because unlike Ross, Rachel realizes that Ross is in control over how he feels and what he feels and what he does. And just because Rachel loves him doesn't mean that he has to do anything, you know? So, yeah. Like, so you, so she's saying like, well, I just want to tell him so that he can do with that information what he wants. know i mean she doesn't even really say that she just is like i well, just sorry what do you him. mean by your last comment like unlike ross he knows that oh when because she he always thought because um mark likes rachel well obviously that means rachel's gonna sleep with him yeah. like yeah so he can do with that information what he wants but yeah i think that like um I'm kind of I'm with you on that one where it's like it doesn't seem like she's getting over it naturally. So it's and like she's I get like that it's spinning herself up more. The more well, she, she is. She's being really annoying because like when they're in the coffee shop and she's looking at all the pictures and she's like, oh, he's married. Mm-hmm. Oh, married. You got like she's right. just like like she just whining. Can't stop talking about it. Can't stop bringing it up all the time. Like obsessing over it. And it's quite annoying. I do think that this upper like. This timing, so so I kind of feel like if you're not going to be able to like get over it and shut up, then yes, you probably do need to say something. So it's just like, there's your answer. Okay. You know? Um, But I feel like the timing's quite bad because it's like, I think she sees this as an opportunity because he's so hurt. And like, I don't know. I'm kind of like... Why is she doing, like, he'd, like, literally just, not even a week has, or maybe a week has passed, I guess, if his honeymoon was a week or two, or whatever you want to say it's been. But, like, he's still clearly really bumming hard over that. And so to put that on his plate just feels like a lot to do to him. Um, If it was like, oh, I want to, maybe she was like, oh, if I tell him, he'll feel happy again because he loves me too. I don't know. But I'm also like, or is she kind of thinking I better say this before Emily comes back around and then I'm the window closes? I don't know. I mean, at this point, it really does not look like Emily's coming back around. But I think yeah. it's just getting to the point where it's eating her alive. Yeah. And I I, I get it. Like, I do get that because she's not able to just get past it. She does need to get it out. But um, 
Yeah, I just feel bad because it is so much for him. And I don't really agree with Monica's reasoning where she's like, well, do you know how painful it is to say that and not hear somebody say it right. back? Like, Because Rachel even says, like, I've got to do it. And so she's accepting that rejection. Right. And that is for her to accept. Right. Um, But I just feel like when he's in the middle of, like, really grieving this – relationship and not ready to let it go yet. So Mm -hmm. it kind of looks like Emily's not coming back, but he certainly hasn't accepted that. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I think though what I'm, I feel like from her behavior, like the way she's acting so like erratic about the whole thing, I feel like it's almost better for her to just get it out in a like controlled way rather than it coming out in some crazy like spin the bottle something I mean really like I just feel like it just if you get it out it ends now then it'll be over um for her and I think for her yeah I think and I understand you're thinking that's selfish sure um but I think that when Monica is like you know how painful it's gonna be for you not to hear it back Rachel's like I don't care and I think at that point she's almost anticipating not hearing it back and yeah I don't know but I think she is just rolling the dice one last time yeah I'm not like this is so selfish I guess I just think like I understand she's spiraling but I also just feel like it's so much to put on Ross right now I just really feel bad for him not great it's not great at all yeah yeah he's in a state he's in a real way he's in a real bad he is and yeah and he's so slow and I guess especially like (laughs) hey she's fast um yeah I guess like and just you know adding on to it that from my perspective I also kind of feel like he's taking all the blame for what happened at the wedding when I do think that Rachel's partially to blame for that. I guess I think that her saying something to him now, it's like he's already dealing with the weight of this wedding crumbling that I don't yeah. think is totally fair that he's taking all the blame for. And so I think her putting him like, yeah. So I'm not saying like, oh, what a horrible person or whatever. I'm just saying that like, that's where my mindset is. And that's why I, I'm feeling for him more so than I'm feeling for her right now. You know what I just realized? What? Um, I couldn't figure out why it bugged me so much that you're trying to blame this all on Rachel for the wedding falling apart. And I think I just realized it. Because that happened to me at my own wedding? No. What? I'm kidding. What? Why? I was like, hold on. What? (laughs) Um, No, I think because from the perspective I see it, this is Ross and Emily's wedding and the people – involved in it are Ross and Emily and I I understand they're outside factors but like as far as Emily's perspective goes it's it's her and Ross um and you the only person responsible for your relationship is you you know and so I think that's where I'm like I don't like I see how Rachel showing up throws a wrench in the system but ultimately it's Ross and Emily you know so I don't know so you're saying that like Ross is the one that said Emily, it is, or sorry, that said Rachel, it is his fault. I'm not even saying fault. I'm just saying I don't even think that Emily sees outside of the fact that Ross said somebody else's name. Like it doesn't really matter 
who, what, where, when, and why it happened. It just happened. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I think that's where I keep think. I think that's what I'm. Yeah, I'm not trying to blame this whole thing on Rachel, like you said, but I guess I just think he's taking the whole brunt of everything. Right, but and that's he's what I'm heartbroken. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, as far as Emily's concerned, it's between Emily and Ross, and, and as far as Ross, you don't is think she, too. you don't think she blames Rachel at all. I think she does to an extent, but I think you're more concerned with the person you're married to. You know what I mean? Like, I just think at a certain point, the 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 factors don't really matter as much as just like. I can't believe you did this. I can't believe you said it. Right, 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 and right. Ultimately, I think she does blame Rachel more once she sees them getting on the plane together. And that's yeah. why she puts those stipulations in place. But I think in the yeah. moment, in the wedding, it doesn't matter what. All you know is he didn't say your name. He said someone else's name. And it doesn't oh, really totally. matter why. No, um, no. I hear what you're saying. But I guess I'm just saying like. So he's, you know, so he's like taking the fall for the whole, for all that happening. And I don't think that he, that wouldn't have happened had she not shown up. That's all I'm saying is like. Right. Do you know what I mean? But like, I guess that's, but still, like, I guess he should have a little more control over his own brain than subconscious. I guess. I mean, like, I, that's just the thing is like a million things could have happened. And it's still up to Ross to, you know, mm. say Emily's I think name. you've got, <laughs> I think you've got maybe more down to the seed of it is like, I think Rachel showing up was the selfish move and kind yeah. of put him in a bad position and, and instigated this whole thing where, where, where you're saying that like, yeah, it's still on him to have not, you know, to, yeah. And I mean, I don't think I think obviously it's up to him to say the right name um, and I don't think it's his fault for for not realizing that he's still in love with Rachel right because I don't think so, he yeah, realized it I don't think he was just trying to get over her with the next girl he found or anything right but so. I don't think it's so much of a fault as if as it's less of whose fault it is and yeah it, it is all falling on Ross because it's him and Emily's marriage so like the only two people yeah. like responsible for this marriage are Emily and Ross ultimately yeah you know so I think so that's he's where, like, taking the crap he from is. her family and from totally. everyone else. And, and because he's heartbroken at the same time. Totally. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not great. I don't think I would – I think I would be like Monica and be like, yeah, like it's not a good time, Rachel. Like this is not the I time. I think it's not a good time. Yeah. I think it's not she does need to do it eventually, but not right yeah. this second. Um. So uh, when, before they get to the point where she's like actually going to do it, when Monica busts into the apartment to break up whatever she thinks she's going to break up with her sock hand after she was probably sock handing Chandler. Oh, gosh. Oh, Oh my gosh. I don't think you should cut that out. I think you should leave that. Did you really not think about that until it came out of your mouth? I didn't. I just thought sock hand sounded so funny. <laughs> I as soon as you started to say it, I was like, surely that's not where she's going. Like, surely she's not about to. <laughs> the end. The end. 
<laughs> Hi, welcome to Best Friends Club podcast. <laughs> I'm Renee. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I actually have tears in my eyes. Oh boy. Um <laughs> Right. So do you want to try that again? I'm Renee. <laughs> and I'm Ashley. Um yeah, so anyway, Monica and Chandler were doing God knows what with God knows who. <laughs> and um <laughs> she comes in to berate Rachel and um, her <laughs> stupid swing dance explanation is so dumb. It's dumb. It's dumb. But and I do. I Rachel. Dumber Ross, who just goes along with it. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I don't. I Yeah, I'm not here to pile on Rachel, but she is kind of being it feel it just feels manipulative. I think this is also why she bugs me, because I just feel like she's very manipulative. And it's like when Monica's like, can I talk to you? And she's like, talk, go ahead, because she knows she can't say it in right. front of Ross or she'll basically prove Rachel's point for her. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I just don't like it because I feel like, look, Monica's being annoying and um, in the ways she's doing it. But it's like, yeah. you did ask for love advice. So why don't you actually be receptive to it? Right. <clears throat> but we all know that never works. Um, mm. Especially with Monica uh, and Rachel. Oh, that was good. Um, anyway. But yeah, I hate the yes. swing dance metaphor. It's just dumb. Um, but she finally, like... Is like, okay, well, and she does do say it. when she's like, just find one other person who agrees with me. Oh, who yeah. agrees with you. And I, I can't remember if they cut that part out of the TV episodes or not. Does she talk to anybody about that? Trying to because she, she tries to talk to Phoebe, Joey. right? Oh, Joey. She tries to ask Joey in the coffee shop, and he's like, "Well, he's like, I think I need a man's opinion." And Chandler sits up, and she's like, "Joey," and he's like, "All right." And she's like, "Should I tell Ross I love him?" He's like, "Nope." <laughs> He just shuts her right down. Um, but what's the one? What's the one where she where she asks Phoebe, and then Phoebe's response is, "I could see how I'd be your best bet, but no." Is that, is that a fully different episode? It is like a totally different else? episode, and now I can't okay. remember what it is. It's like something kooky, right? Okay, yeah, I could see how I'd be your best bet, but no. But, um, yeah. So. Finally, uh, she's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And Monica's like, okay, I can't stop you. But I can't also can't sit here and watch it happen. Like watch you totally yeah. crash and burn. Which it's like, um, well, you weren't really invited to that intimate conversation. But thank you, Monica. <laughs> Goodbye. But thank you for the mitigated support. Um, but yeah, she tries to go over to Ross and she's acting so weird. Like, what you doing? What you reading? What's she's you, trying to flirt know? and it's, you know. Kind of. I think she's trying to be breezy, but obviously we all know how that works. And um, she, you know, kind of settles in and is just like, well, I love you. And then she bursts out laughing uh, I find this scene so annoying too I do too her laugh is not uh genuine no of course not and that would be very hard to act I don't know how I would do that like sitting there in a soundstage with nothing funny happening but it's just 
it's just and it's all drawn out and oh, yeah just, it is really drawn it's out. like you shouldn't have done this in the first place and now you're just like making this so awkward oh i don't know i don't it's so cringy it is cringy but she's like oh it was like the floating rachel said to me i saw my body and like you're such an idiot um but i, I like that she just like <clears throat> kind of like she did it it's not great it's kind of cringy the whole thing but she's finally just like well, can we just pretend this never happened? Because the thing is, you love Emily. Yeah, what is that whole, what's that whole exchange where he's and like, he's she's like, like that's pre- what the thing is. Yeah, what's that all about? I think it's something to do with him still loving her. And, that is what but the he thing can't is. Because he's married. But... Okay. I don't know. Something like that. They make they leave that super vague. Well, it's just weird and it's like yeah, cuz when when he's like, "Well, I kind of have to, Rach, cuz the thing is." And then she's like, "Well, the thing is, you still are married to Emily or something." And so mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, is it is it trying to be like this like weird unspoken? Like what was he actually going to say? I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Uh, we the world may never know yeah it's just it's a it was a very strange um like strained dialogue as well but um yeah and and then when she's like oh I so I'm I'm glad that she said it and then realized like this is ridiculous I'm being ridiculous so it's like okay cool can you stop obsessing over that but like now it's just on his shoulders and she's like oh sorry can we just forget about it and he's like, well, I kind of have to, you know, so I don't know. I just feel so bad. It's so it's such an awkward spot for him. Yeah, it's not good. None of it's great. I I would like to advise Rachel to not say it, but because that's not possible, I don't think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of just glad it's over, you know, Ross seems relatively unfazed, which is good. Yeah, that's a good point. So it seems over, but what if that really threw him for a loop? You know what I mean? Like, she's very lucky that he was unfazed. Very lucky. Yes. So it it worked out. Because yet, yeah, sorry. Okay. Just, I'm going to make my last comment and then I'm not going to say anything else because, again, Julie, Bonnie, you know what I mean? Like, it's this whole, like, I was just, I was thinking about that argument in my head where he's like, you had no right to tell me that you loved me. I was doing fine before you came along, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, it just feels like that all over again. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. But thankfully, Ross is preoccupied with enough problems. I do like that she makes him laugh. Like, that's great that then he's Mm -hmm. able to kind of like laugh and joke about what's going on. And I'm like, okay, that's great. He needed to release some stress. I think as bad as her delivery of telling him that she loves him is, I feel like when she like steps back and she's like, this is crazy. I think she wraps it up pretty nicely with a bow and like you said, makes him laugh. It it like definitely kind of smooths it over and hopefully like launches them forward in the friend zone. Yeah. Um, I think it does. I think it stays pretty chill at that point. Um stays pretty chill. I don't know. Um I know what you mean though. He's not like 
he's not like freaked out about it and it, they yeah. kind of can just sort of move on yeah and they do i mean it's really not much ross and racheling for a long time for a while well yeah i i do think that she's he handled it very well and she's lucky that he did because he had to so yeah yeah oh we do have one more thing we're going to probably fight about um soon okay not in this episode but in a few we'll get there we'll get there what are you referring Um, to who um, came on to whom (laughs) no have you ever told you when i hiked up mount (laughs) tibetabo tibetabo um no, when uh, well, we we might not fight about this, but when Emily makes her request, oh, um, I no, I am not Team Emily. Yeah, <laughs> I hate Ross. She hates Rachel, but everybody hates Emily. <laughs> Just kidding. So we can Emily. all agree that yeah. we don't like Emily. Um, yeah. So that's basically for, oh, except for when uh. Rachel comes back and she's like, Monica's like, how'd it go? And she's like, well, it was really hard, but I'm glad I did it. And Monica's like, so I was right. And she's like, that doesn't matter. And she's like, I need it for my scorecard. I mean, diary, journal. (laughs) Monica, you little weirdo. Monica. Goodness. Goodness gracious. Um, Um, We didn't talk about, should we talk about Monica and Chandler? Yes, we should. Which that's how that episode opens. And they're getting cuddly in the tubbly. In in the in like an inexplicable amount of bubbles, and I wanted to talk to you about your thoughts on the art department's work here. I'm impressed because for my own personal bubble baths, I can never get actual bubbles. I know. I was gonna say this made me, I think, have like an unrealistic expectation of like yeah. they must have just put dish soap in there. I was gonna say dish soap. I did a shoot mm, last summer, and one of the scenes was like summertime kids sidewalk chalk um and one of the things they wanted was giant bubbles like big enough to put a human in yeah and so we had to make this like lasso of a bubble maker yeah you've seen those before right i know we had to make one and we had to get the solution right and it has to like sit 24 hours in advance so we had to make it in advance and transport it in like a kiddie pool because it's so big right yeah it worked though i was really nervous we were going to get there and it wasn't going to actually like blow any bubbles so i'm impressed that you made that from scratch because i remember as a kid like when i still lived in california so we're talking like four and five we basically had that but I, i don't think my dad made it himself i think it was like it was like a kiddie pool and then it was like a long pole with like a jump rope essentially on the end yeah and then the solution and you'd like it made like toddler sized bubbles like giant bubbles it was so fun it was really fun they looked gorgeous oh so hire renee for all your giant bubble needs needs. we did it at sunset like i get like golden hour so it was just absolutely gorgeous recently actually if anybody needs some childhood joy in their life like you need to de-stress I would order yourself a bubble wand off Amazon, like one that's like two feet long. Just blow some bubbles, man. (laughs) That is really nice. I did that recently for a shoot and we did it. We were like blowing in the background. So they were like floating around these kids. It was so fun. It was like, I don't know. It was like almost like a breathing exercise, you know, because you're like 
have those nice long oh, exhales yeah. through the bubbles. I was genuinely Deep relaxed breathing. at the end. It was so nice. And huh. like the bubbles are so pretty. So yeah, if you need to de-stress, I would really recommend bubbles. It's the new adult coloring books. It is, honestly. Mm, we should and get I into think bubbles. there's actually less stress because the coloring it's like oh did I mess this up does it look good does it look good yeah the bubbles mm-hmm. are just deep breathing and you're done though do yeah so pretty hmm. okay you're um, on to something. But yeah we've got bubble city going on in Chandler's <laughs> bathtub the second the first of two times that Chandler takes a bath on this show <laughs> um and they are canoodling and yeah Joey comes in there's no sock handing <laughs> No sock handing. Um. Yeah, Joey just barges in on his friend in the bathroom because apparently that's what they totally do. Totally normal. Yeah. And Monica, I'm impressed by this breath hold. Yeah. She is under there for a long time. Her wine is definitely compromised. Yes. The wine has now been bubbled. The wine has been compromised. Um, Joey offers to get chicken. And Chandler's nice. like, it is nice. He's like, okay, no chicken. Thanks. Bye-bye now. Gets out of there. Monica wants chicken. Chicken? I could eat some chicken. I could eat some chicken. I love that she just goes back under the water. Nobody questions why the water is so sloshy all of a sudden. <laughs> Joey, not one for the details. Um, no. But I also love the part where she's like, he's like, a three-piece, dirty beans, and a Coke. Ugh, Diet Coke. <laughs> Diet Coke. Yeah, that's so good. It's so good. Such an iconic moment. Um, but yeah, so they are clearly not. Oh, you know, we never talked about this at the end of the last episode when they like get back to the apartment and they're like, oh, good thing we don't have that. Not a New York rule. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about that. We didn't. We were too busy fighting about Ross and Rachel. Um, <laughs> See, and they're ruining everything. <laughs> they're ruining everything. And then Chandler comes back and he's like, I'm still on London time. Does that count? And so, like, obviously, like, yeah. they have broken the New York seal. It's so um, cute. It, it is just, cute. They're just cute. And they just like each other. They make like, each other better. Nowhere. Like, yes, she makes him less of a sarcastic, self-deprecating weirdo. And he makes her less of a, like, stressy obsessive neurotic person you know like I just yeah. I really like them together you're right and so yeah so it, I don't know if it ends on them kissing but they definitely are like making out and so it's like oh, okay that that's that's a thing happening now yeah so clearly like now there's now they're officially sneaking around like before it was yes. just like okay we can just say this happened in London once yeah yeah they are officially sneaking around um and I love when he comes in and uh or he gets ready to leave from breakfast and just kisses everybody and everybody yeah so like, he did what is going on oh that is the first place that it happens that is the isn't first it time. yeah yes. you're right and then the next time he comes in and i love when she's like what took you so long he's like i got caught up at work but i'm quitting tomorrow, quitting tomorrow. <laughs> and um, there is that like I love that in the beginning where you're just like, you just can't get enough of that person. Yeah. You know? You're like, like, I'd rather quit, quit work. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. And it sounds like a legitimate idea at the time. Yeah. Um, um, I don't want to, I just want to stop though and, and point out, cause we mentioned Chandler's 
brilliant thinking last week with the Emily. Nope, not under here. Like yes. quick thinking, getting caught. And then this time when he accidentally kisses Monica when he's leaving oh the gosh. table and then is just like, well, Rachel, nice to have you back. And like starts kissing everyone else. Like quick thinking, Chan. Very quick thinking. And I think it's even funnier the second time it happens because he's like passionately kissing Monica. Yes. Oh, yes. thanks for having me over. And then he comes over and like passionately kisses like, yeah. Rachel and Phoebe. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, like yeah. Leans them back. And, and then Joey's just like, see ya. <laughs> yeah. And I love when they're like, what is that? Some European goodbye thing? Phoebe's like, I don't know. Felt French. <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. And then Joey's like, oh, this is a good opportunity to harass my friends. Um, <laughs> why don't I get in on this? <laughs> yes, that is exactly what he thought. I'll open that door for you um, if you give me some sugar. <laughs> give me some sugar. Oh, yeah, when she gets locked out. Um, but when they're finally talking about it at the end, when Rachel's like, it just makes me uncomfortable and just like, stop it. Yeah. And... He's like, I'm just trying to bring some culture in the group. Phoebe's like, well, just don't bring it in my bring mouth. It in my mouth. Yeah. And then, of course, Monica, once again, trying to cover her tracks. Uh, makes, uh, it makes me want to puke or whatever she says. Yeah. And then, like, gives him a little smile. Like, hey. yeah. It's cute. Yeah. But, I mean, this is just the freaking tip of the yeah. iceberg. So those two are sneaking. They are sneaking. And they will they will be sneaking for a while. I'm really excited for things to come. Oh my it's gosh, me too. Me it's too. Real fun. Um, so yeah, we've got sneaky sneaker sins over there. We've also got Phoebe with some serious vacay FOMO. Yeah, poor Phoebes. Poor Phoebes. She's way pregnant and she didn't get to go to London and everything she brings up, they have some inside joke. We've all been there. Mm. It's not fun. Yeah, no. And London is stupid. Stupid. Is stupid. Stupid. Um but she tries to tell a story about her cab driver, and they're like, oh, was it his name Angus? Oh, it's just this cab driver in <laughs> London. And she's like, ha, 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 okay, no. Whatever, yeah. no. Um, she's like, obviously over it. And the Boddingtons, there- they're like high-fiving at everything. And Joey leaves during breakfast to go get a beer. Which See like, ya. Oh. Yeah, right. They're, they're eating bagels. Oh, and then she's, they're like, look at our pictures when we were all in London. Oh, there we all are. And like, I- draws herself into the photo. <laughs> Monica in her picture. She just needs not to get glossy prints, okay? Yes. Monica. Oh, Monica. Get over it. Um, but yeah, poor Phoebes. She's just like feeling super left out. And all she gets to do is pregnant stuff. And I don't blame her. That would be a big bummer. Um, yeah. She missed all the excitement. Um, she really did. And through and no, they, you know, just being altruistic. Know, just, yeah, just for being super pregs. Um, they they try to be sweet and plan a picnic in Central Park, but I have to agree. That's like mm, not I mean, fun. It's a just slapped together idea. Well, I wouldn't call that a trip. No, not at I all. If we were going to have a picnic kind of all day, like where are you going to pee? Yeah, I'm, exactly. And she's like, what are we going right. to high five about in stupid Central Park? I oh, feel like even going to like Jersey would be more of a trip or like, well, that's what they do. I know, but I mean, even like Jersey City, like just across the oh, bridge. Oh, right. Go to right, New right, York. right, right. Um, but like staying in Manhattan, <laughs> probably even go to like Statue of Liberty or something and call it more of a Yeah, trip. that's true. Or like take a train ride up to go fall yeah. leave watching, like something. Yeah. 
leaf peeping. They do eventually come up with a good idea. They do. They finally get to it, which was obviously Joey's idea. Yeah, totally. Yeah. (laughs) Which is the new idea. I said we needed a new plan. (laughs) I came up with Atlantic City, which is the new plan. Come on, keep up. Um, you've never been to Atlantic City, have you? No, but I was going to say you have, haven't you? I have. Was it fun? It was really fun. It was uh, probably one of the most impulsive things I've ever done. My friend, our friend, had been in a relationship and they had broken up and like they kind of got back together but were kind of like testing the waters and they were living long distance at that time. And I, she was like, I think we're going to do a trip. And I was like, I would just be careful doing a trip because I feel like it's easy to be in like vacation mode. Vacation. Yeah. Like honeymoon mode. It's very honeymoony. And I was like, maybe the first time you get together should be like with a group, like just so it's not so like whirlwindy romance, you know? Yeah. She was like, yeah, that's a good point. And, you know, anyway, like the next day she's like, hey, there's a flight leaving on like there's a flight tomorrow. And they could pick us up in Atlantic City, him and his friend. You want to go? I was were like, they like? Well, yeah. <laughs> they pick you up. Like, did you, did you guys drive somewhere? They were living in like Philadelphia, I think. Oh, so they it would just far. like pick you up from Atlantic City and drive. Okay. Well, no, we flew into somewhere near Atlantic City. We all went to Atlantic City for the night, and then we went to Philly or wherever they lived. The next okay. Day. So we just were in Atlantic City for the night. But that's where, oh. like, it was super fun. I'm oh. actually going to post a picture because it's a picture of me at a card table. Um, I played blackjack for, like, four hours with a $20 buy-in, one of my greatest accomplishments to date. And it's where I met my identical hand twin. <laughs> and it's now really NASA wanted moment. to speak to her. <laughs> and NASA... Obviously want to talk to those guys. Um, but yeah, it was really fun. It, I we, we were just in like one casino. So I can't say that yeah. I like did the Atlantic City thing. It wasn't like Vegas where you like hop around a bunch. But still sounds yeah. fun though. That's nice. It was fun. Yeah. Um, but that but is yeah, a much but, more fun story for them to take Phoebe somewhere like. That's much absolutely. more Phoebe's speed. Yes. Yes. And it's just something different, you know. Yeah. Um, Someone would want to be like, oh, my gosh, let's take a trip to downtown Broadway, Nashville. I'd be like, ew, why? Yeah. Wait, you're doing this for me? Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah no. exactly. Like, no, thanks. I'd rather stay home. Mm-hmm. But um, Phoebe's super into the new plan. And everybody's getting ready to pack. And this is when Ross and Rachel have their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think it's funny when she's like, I'm going to pack. I'm going to pack my ass off. And Ross is like, well, I'm going to stay here because my ass is already packed. packed. (laughs) Obviously, he has a sock hand. He knows the lingo. Um, Renee, I feel like you're the third Geller child. Me? (laughs) Yes. Because sometimes you're so Monica. And I feel like you, some of the like dr geller slash ross slash i feel like you'd fit into that family in the brother sister dance category honorable mention in the brother sister dance category um yeah well they're getting ready to go and then guess what 
Phoebe makes a giant mess with her she uterus. Such a mess, and all I can think is Monica would not just run out of that apartment. Yeah, they. That's right, because they just kind of like walk through it to leave. So Phoebe's water breaks, and I'm yeah. from what I understand, that is like it's like quite a lot of water, right? I I think it depends on the person, because some people think that they just like pee their pants a little bit, so they don't mm-hmm. realize their water broke. Oh, um, so it's not like gushing again, water. Yeah, I think that's more of a movie thing, but maybe that happens to some people. I don't know. I've never had a kid. It's just crazy to me that that's how it starts is like you're just walking around and all of a sudden like liquid comes out of your body and then it's like, oh, the process has started. Like what? But a lot of times they have to break your water for you. Oh, interesting. Like if your body is laboring, but your water hasn't broken, they'll break it for you. What is your water? I don't know. Neither. <laughs> it's your water, Ashley. That's all I know. It's just, it's all very, fluid? like, may, I, it's all very, it's just the body is a wonderland. <laughs> well, John Mayer was right. Oh gosh. Okay. If anybody's squeamish, maybe fast forward just a little bit. Oh, can I? <laughs> you were part of this conversation. You're fine. Okay. It's not that bad. It's just something that might. I don't know. Anyway, let's see. We'll see what happens. Um, (laughs) Recently, our friend had a baby and she had been like having some contractions. And then she was like, okay, guys, I lost my mucus plug. So like things are actually happening. And Ashley's like, I'm so excited for you. Also, I don't know what a mucus plug is. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Because everyone else in the chat is like nurses and like has three children. Yeah. And are like, oh, my gosh, that's great. This and that. That must mean. And I was like, I don't know what that is. And please don't tell me. (laughs) Please don't tell me. So that's something else that it's different from your water breaking, but it's in the same. Allegedly. Allegedly. It's in the same category of your body is beginning labor. It's It's also a wonderland. The whole birth process from start to finish. Sounds like a real treat. Just such a messy and interesting. I have this movie you could watch called Candy and Cookie. Oh my gosh. No, thank you. Honestly, (laughs) mad respect. So very exciting. And so I love that like Phoebe gets like bummed about it and they they make it fun for her. Like, Phoebe, remember remember when my water broke? And then they all high five and it's so cute. It's so cute. She's so happy. And she's having a baby. She's finally included. Monica Chandler staying back to make some of their own babies. So next episode. Wait a minute. Is next episode the one with the 100th or is it in two yes. episodes? No, this episode. Next episode. Oh, my gosh. Happy 99th. Happy 99th. Happy 99th episode. Oh wow. Gosh. We crazy. need to figure out what we're going to do for the 100th because I think we knocked some ideas around and I can't remember what they were. Right, so we got to figure out how to celebrate. Join us for some cel- a wee bit of celebration for the next one. Yeah, we gotta like have a bottle of wine or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Don't gotta twist my arm. (laughs) Um, Ashley's gonna have a nine glass of wine. Boddingtons. Boddingtons. Yeah, I can't believe we're actually here. It's wild. It's wild. Three more friends' children will be in the universe. So it's all. It's like I know we say this all the time, but it's really happening. It's happening. It's oh, we're, it's so in the midst. It's we're in the midst. I'm in the middle of it all happening. I know it feels a little hasty, but I had to get here sometime. Mm. 
Okay, you guys, really excited for next week with the 100th. Thank you for being here this week. We love you. All 99 episodes that you've joined us for. You're the best. Mm-hmm. We'll see you guys next time. Mazel. See you next week. Bye. Mazel. Bye. Bye.